This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We're answering questions about giving this week. And here's our question today, Pastor Michael. Sometimes I don't have enough left over each month to give. What should I do? Heard a lot of these questions. Yeah. Credit cards. Yeah. uh, Preferably high interest rate credit cards would be my suggestion. (laughs) We're just Um, joking. Yeah. That is a joke. We're just joking. Someone's going to isolate that comment and then just repeat it and and rebuke us. So, um, so I, um, first of all, I want to just start off and say, I appreciate the question and I appreciate the desire um, a lot. And already, I think the hardest work has been done by God, and that is that he has given you by his grace the desire to give. And so I think we are three quarters of the way through the quarter or the main part of the problem here. And um, for most people, um, they don't even want to give. They feel guilty to give. I hear this person's heart. I hear them say, look, I want to do it, but here's the reality. My life has these demands um, and I have to feed my kids. I have to pay my mortgage. And so um, I want to share with you the principle of first fruits in scripture. Um, It's a Jewish concept. So to the American Western ear, it's kind of weird. Um, But God put into place this um, celebration, this festival, so that his people would remember um, what is essential and core to this idea of giving. And so um, before I get into first fruits, let me just give you just a little warning about what's going to happen here, okay? When we teach on first fruits, what, what we do is it requires us to dismantle some of our wrong thinkings, um, uh, thinking about how we spend money and how we prioritize our finances. So for example, um, when somebody comes to Christ and they start learning about giving, um, they um, already have a number of commitments. And at the get to the end of the month and they say, you know what, I can afford to give my church, you know, X amount of dollars, say a hundred dollars a month or a thousand dollars a month or 10,000 or whatever. And, and, and that's good. It's good motive. But what God does is he is he um, inverts the whole system and says, let's, let's, you know, let's rewind here. How about this? How about we give first and then build our standard of living off of our standard of giving? Amen. And it's that small little inversion that changes the life of how of a giver and how we give generously. So first fruits, um, what was given in first fruits? Uh, very simply, it was the best and the first ten percent of everything. And so um, what God did in the law, as he said, whether it's your oil, your wine, your grain, your flocks, your fleece, your honey, your produce, whatever it is, um, you give your best and your first 10% to God. Um, and this, this isn't something you just do once a year. This is at every harvest, every time that you have some kind of income, you give God your best and your first. Now, um, you might say that's my money and listen to yesterday's podcast because we said it's not, not your, your money. money. Um, we are managing God's resources in God's way. And so he's given us this money to invest and we will be held accountable for it. So God enters into our, we'll say, um, debt-laden American system where we give of our leftovers and says, no, give your first and your best. And you might say, but what about my hobbies? What about my family? What about my food? And he says, live off of 90%. 
give me your first, give me your best. And that's how he invaded the Old Testament Jewish culture. So how were they given? There's a couple ways that they were given and they were given first, hence the name first fruits. And in Leviticus 23, 14, he says, and you shall eat neither bread nor grain parched or fresh until the same day, until you have brought the offering of your God. And so what he puts into the law is before you eat, before you do anything, you bring the first and the best of your 10%. So first, that's first fruits. Um, the second way you do this is frequently, as often as you have provision. In Exodus twenty two twenty nine, he says, you shall not delay to offer from the fullness of your harvest and from the outflow of your presses, the firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. So even as an act of dedication, God didn't just want your stuff. He wanted the thing that was most personal to you, your, your firstborn son. It didn't mean you sacrificed and killed your son. It means you dedicated your son to the Lord and to his service Amen. and whatever the Lord would want for him. Uh, and then finally, number three, you do this happily. This was always a celebration of gratitude to God. So I'll give an analogy. Um, I want you to imagine Pastor Tim um, lets me borrow his truck, which he has done on a number of occasions, and I'm grateful for it. So I get to drive around in this awesome big red truck, and um, I want you to imagine that I bring it back to him, and there are dents all over it, and I have scratched it all up, and uh, he would be upset. Why? Well, it's his on loan to me. He's letting me use it for my needs and my good and my happiness. I'm able to enjoy it. I'm pumping the music up. I'm enjoying the whole thing, right? But at the end of the day, it's not mine. I have to give it back and I'm going to be accountable to him for what I did with it. And, and so here, here's what I, I want to do in this. I want to just be a great steward. And as an act of gratitude, I want to use it in the way he told me to do it. And so First Fruits was a huge celebration of, of gratitude. And really, it was commanded for two reasons. Number one, God wanted Israel to remember their source, that everything they had, their children, their family, their produce, everything that was good came from him. And then number two, he wanted them to remember their salvation. He wanted them to remember that God has numerous times in the past freely saved them and not just saved them, but given them an over abundance. And so we have this saying, um, whenever we teach on first fruits, we say saved people give God their first fruits. They give God um, their best, their first for his mission. Amen. First fruits is giving God your best, your first for his mission, your best, your first for his mission. And then out of that, we build our standard of living. So two questions that I can already hear in some people's minds. Question number one, Michael, am I mandated in the New Testament to give 10%? And Great the answer is, is no, you're not. Um, so some people have said, great, 10% is the ceiling and I can go anywhere I want to underneath that. And truthfully, I, I would invert that and I would say, I think for Christians, 10% is the floor. <laughs> it's mm. not the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And um, and so you got to pray. You got to really go before the Lord and you have to get on your face and say, God, what does generous look like? What is my first? What is my best? What is for my what if, what is for your mission? Um, teach me, move me by your Holy Spirit. If you're married, here's a great little exercise. 
Tell your husband or your wife, why don't you go pray about a percentage of our income? I'll go pray. And then you both bring your numbers to the table. And whoever has the highest number, that's who you go with because they're probably closer to the heart of God Mm -hmm. um, in generosity. So question number two is going to be, okay, Michael, um, my life is totally backwards. I literally cannot afford at this moment in my life to invert my giving and do that first and then build my standard of living off that. Maybe I could do 2%. And I would just look at you and say, start somewhere, start somewhere, start with 2%. And then every six months add a percentage. God is most concerned with your heart and your desire to obey him. Um, and so pray about it and uh, just give yourself a little bit, a little bit of grace in this process. Mm-hmm. Start slow, build intentionally, stretch yourself a little bit. And here's what I've learned about most Americans. We love to do our hobbies and we say we don't have enough, but we always have enough money to play. Mm-hmm. So maybe God is asking you to slow down your play and shift your priorities. And I would encourage you to go back to um, yesterday's podcast for why you should do this. And there's some, I think, great incentives for why it's good to give generously. Thank you, Pastor Michael, for reminding us of the principle of first fruits, where God says it's more about the heart in giving than it is the pocketbook. Listeners, don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website, vcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. Please join us next time when we ask the question, how much money should I give to my local church? Great question. Looking for a great answer.